Okay, number 125. So one must understand the inner structure of creation. There are two ways a person might view the world. Number one, the world is comprised of inanimate objects, plants, animals, and people. The four levels. Domain, Tzomeach, Chai, Medaber, they say. This is a superficial approach because the person is only looking at the external aspect of creation. Right? You're looking at the things. Definitely true. But it's the chitzonius, the external aspect of creation. And number two, we say in the morning prayers, you existed before the world was created. Right? Atahu ad shelo olam. You were there even before the world was created. God, you're the background. You're the creator of everything. You existed before the world was created. And you exist now that the world has been created. You were there before. You didn't leave. It's impossible to, that an infinite God can just go poof. It's not possible. So there's two ways. There's the, on the Shari B'Tachon share this week, we were talking about the foreground and the background. The background of everything in life at the end of the day is always a Kaddish Baruch He's the background. He's the Makomo Shalom. He's the one holding up the whole world and everything inside of it. But then there's all the stuff inside and the foreground and all the stuff and the people and the actions and the experiences and the events. Why did Chazal reveal this fact to us? The second fact. Clearly, anytime Hashem caused some knowledge to be revealed to man, it must be that it is needed for his avodah. Right? It's, it's, it's Torah. Anything that Chazal revealed is considered Torah, and therefore it's needed for something in avodah Hashem. If so, this must also apply with regard to the statement, you were the one before the world was created, and you existed now that the world has been created. Chazal revealed to us a new perspective on creation. If we can get this, download this, as unfortunately, most people skip it by davening, probably. You know, some people who daven karbonos, they say it, but a lot of people probably even skip these words. There's tremendous amuna in the karbonos, in the beginning, before you even get to actually the, the actual karbonos. There's tremendous paragraphs of amuna. Tremendous. And this is one of them. We just, we're too busy. We're just too busy sometimes. You know, we're always, we're always on running. Yeah. <laughs> we're running to the shir that talks about amuna, so we don't have enough time to practice. If so, this must also apply with regard to the statement, you were the one before the world was created, Hashem, and you existed now that the world has been created. Chazal revealed to us a new perspective on creation. We should not just focus on the perspective of seeing the inanimate objects, plants, animals, and humans, which is the perspective of after creation, which is true, and we do need to see them, of course, but that's not the only thing to see. We must learn to live even now with the perspective of before the world was created. We've discussed in our mind, we can go to a place, we can go to no place, some place, past, present, future, anything. Our mind can take us anywhere. So we need to try, at the same time that we're living in the world after creation, as we're all living after creation, but with a certain mindfulness of what was before creation, which was only Kodesh Baruch. Slowly but surely, that mindset of there was only a Kodesh Baruch will start to drip in and seep in to the current creation, which it's true, he's there already. But sometimes you have to go backwards to begin to go both, to go forwards. This is a deeper view of life and provides an inner true perspective of the essence of all created beings. Let's do one more. This is the explanation. From the perspective of after creation, when there's stuff, every object, plant, animal, and human being is related to us having its own independent destiny and existence. Everything has a, has a reason 
to do what it does, its nature, its characteristics. This way of thinking naturally leads to a life filled with anger caused by others who have wronged or insulted him. When you see everything as just different, if that's all you see, and everybody has an agenda, well, sometimes their agenda gets in the way of my agenda. What they do steps on my toes. What they do bothers me. But if one sees the world through the eyes of Amuna, he lives every minute in the reality of you existed before the world was created, right? Amuna gets us to that belief that you existed, Akadosh Baruch before the world was created. And just therefore, you are also now in creation, even though I see all this other stuff. So if you can get that, right, we're, now we're just learning it. The point is to download this. He finds Hashem in everything. Hashem's the background of everything. There can be nothing, we know, without the Kaddish Baruch being there. It's impossible. He created it. He's the, like the, like the Tanya says, Koach HaPoel B'Nifal. He's the active energy within the object. Whatever the object is, even our brains, which, is, which we think is active, it's not really active, to a Kaddish Baruch Hu's action. A Kaddish Baruch Hu is the Iker Koach HaPoel, and my brain's the Nifal, even though we think that we think. And we do think. But our thinking is after creation. The Kaddish Baruch who's giving the ability to think, and even the thoughts at the moment, that's the Kaddish Baruch that was there before creation, who's still here after creation. So he, this person can find Hashem in everything, which is called Ein Ol Mavado, which is called Hashem Echad, right? We say every single day, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Echad, Hashem Echad. How do you get to Hashem Echad? There's so many things. Ad Kaddish Baruch Atahu Ad Shelo Olam, and also Mishin Nevra Olam. Kaddish Baruch you're the one, before creation there was nothing then, you are the one, and you still are the one. He doesn't view the inanimate objects as something independent. He senses Hashem's energy in it. It takes time, it takes time, it takes time. But imagine we could do that. Imagine we could literally sense, we'll say. We could sense and understand that every single thing in this world that we encounter in any way that we encounter it, from the drink, to the guy at work, to davening, to this person, to this event in the world... All of that is really Kodesh Baruch It's all one. That's, that's Amuna. That's the highest place. The same is true with the plant, the animal, and the person. Therefore, he never really focuses on the created being, but rather on Hashem. Why do we waste our time with the created beings? Of course, you have to deal with them. But, like I made a joke once in the Sharpet Tachon Chaburah. Imagine like a, an Amazon driver pulls up and he has a package waiting for you. And you start handling with him, you know, do you have any other packages there I could take? Anything, you know, is there anything, you know, anything, what else you got in that truck? Or you start, or, or you start like, or a different muscle. You start profusely thanking him for bringing you the package. Like, wow, oh my, you're amazing, thank you. I, I needed this item and here you are, you're bringing it to me. Or, or he didn't bring the package to exactly where you want it. And you start berating him. What's wrong with you? Why can't you? It's everything. And all these three examples are, you're making a mistake, obviously. It's simple, that you're, you're paying attention to the stick, you're paying attention to the shaliach, and you're not, and you're not seeing that it's coming from behind. This is, this is what happens in life. We deal with, always we deal with the people, the person, the thing, and we sometimes can lose ourselves in that place. Sometimes you shouldn't be that messenger. 
Sometimes you shouldn't be? Yeah, that's like... For somebody else? Yeah. I'm not sure what you're saying. Like, don't be that guy who does tells that person that. Let somebody else do it. That's also true. I mean, why should you be... Unless it's needed for you to be that one. Again, if you see a Kaddish Baruch there first, that already, that already stops you. So... Should I be the one to be the messenger to give this person Musa? Or could a Kaddish Baruch find another messenger? You know? Right. You see some, you see, you're walking around the city and you see some really, you know, uh, big guy who's, I don't know, saying not nice words. Are you, are you the messenger to say, you know, buddy, I, I don't think you should speak like that. You know, there's kids around. Right. Yeah. But when you put a Kaddish Baruch first, things slowly start to even out. You start to make better choices. You start to not make a mistake. What's the ikr and what's the tafel, the main and the subordinate? What are we holding here? Sorry. He doesn't view the inanimate object as something independent. He senses Hashem's energy in it. And this takes time. Again, it takes a belief. You don't see it. You have to believe it. And it's the emes. So your belief has to match up with the emes. Even though you can't prove it. You'll never be able to prove it. It's belief. You have to believe it. Someone's going to tell you, I, God's not here. What are you talking about? Your answer is, you can't see it, but I believe it. How do you believe something that you don't see? Because that's what belief is. Belief is when you don't see it. I mean, any question they ask you, which usually throws a person off, the answer is, no, because I believe that actually. And sometimes you need that person to mock you. And you have to say, no, but I, but I believe. What do you mean? You think that all that money that you lost, that's... Yeah, I believe. I believe. Are you mamin? The same is true with the plant, the animal, and the person. Therefore, he never really focuses on the creative being, but rather on Hashem. He senses the entire physical world is a garment with which Hashem has disguised himself. So to speak. It's a garment. He does not bother himself with the garment. See, that's the thing. Look at nowadays. People mess around a lot with garments. A lot. More than they, they probably should. Some people not. Some people mess around with other things more than they should. He does not, a person messes around with food. You know, he, he spends a lot of money on the food and he dresses it up and he makes it all fancy. And then it's like, wow, look at this food. Look at the plate that came out. Wow, look, they ordered it. It's so beautiful. Look at the lines on the steak. And then within 10 seconds, you're chewing on it like a behemoth and you're, you're, you're destroying the tsura of that food. How are you destroying? It was so pretty. It was so nice. You, well, no, the tacos is to eat it. Well, the tacos is to eat it. So what are you wasting your time with it? The same thing with all this stuff that in, in this world. Deal with it, but don't get lost in it. If you have a moon, that, that's possible. You have, a, you have a connection to above. He does not bother himself with the garment. He doesn't get upset. He doesn't get bothered. Oh, this the steak wasn't, wasn't medium rare, well done. I don't even know what these things are. It wasn't exactly how he wanted it. Okay. Okay. So what? There's a body on him. So what? When we get start getting nitpicky, then we're, we're thinking that the world is about us and not about a Kaddish Baruch he does not bother himself with the garment, but with the underlying essence, which is Hashem. Therefore, whenever something happens, he sees only Hashem. He is the real cause of events. To download this again, and again, and again, and again, and again. And eventually things stop bothering us. Eventually a lot of things stop bothering us. Eventually we, get, we have a, a koach, a power within ourselves that we never thought could be. Those things that totally threw us for a loop, gave us anxiety, stress, worry, bother, to the point of anger. We thought, we'll never be able to, st- how could I ever not get stressed out about money? How is that possible? It's my entire life. It's possible. It's possible. This is something that people have never really worked on in a, in a, in a strong, constant way. 
We've all heard about Amunah, but we have to be working on it day after day after day after day. It takes time. There is no quick, there's no quick uh, fix. What was it that, uh, let me see if I can remember this, Maisa. There was like a, I like these, uh, I call them the Zen master stories. You know, like these like Buddhist monks. There's a, they have a chachma, they have a certain chachma to them. So I don't remember, I remember one I heard once, uh, I don't know, pick, make up any names, you know. I'm thinking of a game I used to play, Ryu and Ken. Remember that game? Anyway, okay, anyway. What so, I'm not saying what game. If you know, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. Okay. But I'm just remember the names from the, yeah, Hadouk and anyway. Okay. <laughs> so let's say there was a master Ryu or something, I don't know. Okay. And, he had a, and he had a student, Ken. And I'm just making it up. And so Ken goes to the master, he says, you know, I want to, I want to become enlightened master like you. How many years is it going to take? He says, 20 years. 20 years? 20 years? Ken's like, no, 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 no. Master, you don't think I understand. I'm going to work so hard. I'm going to put in more effort than any one of your Talmudim ever. It's not, I'm going to work 17 hours a day. I'm going to kill myself. <clears throat> How many years is it going to take for me to become a master? 30 years. <laughs> What's, what is the understanding? Is that when a person thinks that he's going to be able to push... To get something faster, it's going to be longer. You can't push to make things faster. You have to just do your avoda, and when it happens, it happens. It's big mice. It's very, very important. You have to do your avoda, but you also have, right, you have to have these you need in to, mind. No, yeah. you, there's, not a, there's no goal. You never have the goal in mind. Like for something like this, like enlightenment, which we'll call amuna, which is the true enlightenment. That you can't, there's no, there's no end goal. But you have to be working on this. You have to be working on this. Of course you have to do your you voda. Think, oh, I'm going to be this person. This or or person. when, or how. Ha- you just do what you're told to do and just do it to the best of your ability. Right. And give surrender to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to the true light. This outlook on life will completely transform a person. He will escape from the superficial state of seeing only created beings. Can you imagine escaping from the superficial state of seeing only created beings? It's a lonely world in a little bit because there's only a few you know, who have done that, but it's Kadai. And connect to a deeper state of sense in the Creator? His only involvement will be with Hashem. This is the depth of Chazal's comment that when Esther said, may the king come, she had in mind the king of the world. This was how she... Right? We know Esther was never talking to Achashver. She was always talking to King Akadosh Baruch HaMelech ran every column. She was talking to Akadosh Baruch that was how she lived, seeing Hashem in everything, and her entire focus and communication was only with Him. It's a Ramban and, and Parsha also, Sidbak, he talks about the Vegas or the Kaddish Baruch which you could be, Ramban says, Ramban says openly, you could be talking to a person, the Ramban and Devarm, you could be talking to a person, but you're totally not with the person, you're only with the Kaddish Baruch He says, that's the Mitzvah Dveikis, but that's what we're working on. Amuna and Dveikis go hand in hand. Amuna level one is Amuna. When you take Amuna to the next level, where it's, it, you live with Amuna every single moment, that's called Vegas. See you tomorrow.